This is CliffCentral.com. And it's that time of the day and that time of the week. It is, of course, uh, Monday from 3 to 4. Joining myself, Dean Burter from Pride Factor here for the show called Inspired Youth SA. It's a platform for the youth to engage with adult listeners, professionals, educators, influencers, and officials to showcase their thoughts, their talents, their concepts, opinions, and basically give the advice to the older generation, those old farts listening out there. Pride Factor, of course, is Life Skills Academy dedicated to improving the lives of youngsters, ideally teenagers and young adults from all over the country and the continent. And uh, joining us in the studio today, we have Cliff Central's very own Bulelani Balabala. Hello, sir. Hi, 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 hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be in studio today. Yeah? Me too. I'm finally getting you onto my radio show, which is fantastic. So uh, we're going to be talking today all about inspiring, guiding, and mentoring the youth and what can be done in this, uh, let's not say unstable, but rather unsettled environment. So uh, stay tuned as we're going to get a little bit more in depth. Cliffcentral.com. And we are colorful indeed. So uh, again, welcome to the show. My name is Dean Bush. I work for a company called Pride Factor, and the show today is called Inspired Youth. So please do follow us on all the social media handles, and uh, feel free to send in your messages or your inspirational quotes or whatever it is that you may have. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, we're at Inspired Youth SA, and of course, don't forget to add CliffCentral.com. So, Bulelani, my main man, I've worked with you Several times over um, on many different platforms, be it TV, be it towards the school <coughs> side, or of course, the infamous Sunday Circle side of things. But finally, I get you sitting opposite me at the microphone. So what's going on, my friend? No, man. Um, it's a beautiful afternoon, straight off the office. Um, well, there was no traffic. <laughs> what? We always experience traffic coming this side of the world. But I'm very excited to be in studio. And I particularly love the show um, based because of what it stands for, you know, Im- Im- imparting knowledge, wisdom, but most importantly, you know, giving young people a voice and also young people giving them, giving us an ear to listen to what we have to say mm-hmm. and what other knowledgeable and smarter people than us have to say with regards to their development. Yeah. Which, which sometimes are the youth indeed. Yeah. <laughs> are they not? Are they not? Oh, fantastic. It's wonderful to have you um, in studio. So for, uh, Everyone out there, I mean, um, we've we've been working on a couple of uh, different programs and platforms. I mean, we run a lot of live events, and uh, Olelani has joined us at a couple of events. And I think from after this conversation, there will be more collaborations, Definitely. ideally. But um, give us a little bit of a background that what it is that you do, because I mean, obviously, everyone knows that you've got your own show on CliffCentral.com yeah. that I'm going to be tuning into from now on. <laughs> and I promise, I promise. Uh, you've got the T element, yeah, and then you've got get things done, or is that the same as T? Just walk <clears> us through. So, so there are three main things that um, I get up to, or rather, I do, or I'm about. So, there's get things done, which is my personal brand and my personal philosophy, because I'm all about getting things done. And the hat never comes yeah, off. Yeah, the hat <laughs> never comes off. Um, I've had, I've had, I've had situations where. Um, minister would walk into the room I take it off But they've gotten so used to it So they say No put your head back on We've been told about you So the head never comes on Because it's a statement Reminder to myself That I need to get stuff done The talk is cheap That getting things done Is the most important thing Because that is what will move Your life to a whole new level mm-hmm. Um, And then I've got um, IAF Which I've been running For the past 11 years And 7 months 
started well the company was officially registered and open for uh, for 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 working um in 2006 so i've been in business since the age of 17 in my mother's garage is where it started um my highest grade is grade nine i don't have a grade above that Mm -hmm. but we've been able to over the years create employment but just as much as um um, not just to create employment for 14 permanent young people, but we've also been able to impact our community. Um, that is my pride and joy, and that is the engine that fuels everything. That is the engine uh, and the operations that allow me to sit here in the studio today yeah. that run out of uh, a township called Tembisa. When we've got machinery, so we manufacture branding material and print, and then we do digital marketing as we'll offer digital marketing services for clients. But big events, conferences, and whatever, the, the branding is started from concept, design to print, all the way down to installation and take down when it comes to clients and then there's a separate element that runs concurrent which is the digital marketing so pre-event or pre-concert or pre whatever campaign or initiative during and after right and okay, then so full yeah so it's the full package and what does IAF stand for yeah so i <laughs> it's funny that you asked me that so IAF stands for intercessor army and how I broke it down, um, it's got nothing to do with branding, by the way. <laughs> but, but, but w- when I broke it down in terms of what it means for me, it meant to stand in the gap with mm-hmm. discipline, skill, and precision while maintaining a global state of mind. Because discipline? discipline, skill, and precision while maintaining a global state of mind. I don't know. At the time, it made a lot of sense I think it makes to me sense. because I'd get that question a lot, and then I'd find myself um um um. So one one individual, one marketing lady was like, "No, man. I mean, you, you've got a story around you. Why don't you create a story around the name? Maybe around the name could it could focus on your passion." And then, yeah, and then I think out of that, because I'm a township entrepreneur and I believe in the development of other entrepreneurs, I started an initiative, um, a non-profit organization called TEA. TEA stands for Township Entrepreneurs Alliance. Mm-hmm. It's been running now for the past um, three years. And every third Saturday of the month, we host a session in the Kuruleni area for now where we host, um, a sp- inspirational speakers. This, this would be a gent or a lady who comes from any township in South Africa who has done very well in business and who's got an impactful story to share. And the second individual, whether they're green, white, gold, whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah. But this is someone who's going to come and bring um, skills and because I believe that inspiration is good, but inspiration on its own won't change anything. So there needs to be a factual base and there needs to be a one, two, three step type of a vibe where it's able to enlighten a lot of entrepreneurs in terms of how to grow their businesses. And we have hosted quite a number of people from government officials, ministers to media personalities, entrepreneurs, and it's a very beautiful space to be in. And we hope to have it in every province in the country. I like that. I like that. Well, um, I know that obviously with the, a couple of the, let's say, as we said earlier, unsettled, unstable environment that we're in at yeah. the moment, etc., um, that uh, should, well, when Mr. Ramaphosa takes over, I know that he is a great ambassador for the entrepreneurial side of things. I've seen a couple of articles that obviously friends have sent our way that it needs to be part of the high school curriculum. And um, it's a major, major thing. Now, what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, positive impact for the country? Um, yes. I think 
first and foremost, I mean, speaking from the space that I play in, which is an entrepreneurship space, I'm very excited. Mm. Because, I mean, stemming from the articles that you're speaking about, I would assume you've seen the sim- similar articles going around. And, I mean, when they start, when they start speaking about making an entrepreneurship a curriculum, that is very important. I'm mm. um, speaking to a friend and he was telling me that at the age of 11 or 12 in India, kids already know how to code. But here, you need to go, you, you need to go to varsity to learn the basics of coding. Yeah. Whereas an 11 year old, 12 year old kid already knows how to code, which is, which is why it's not a miracle or a marvel at the age of 20 or 24 they're already innovating products and crazy innovations and when you look at uh, South Africa South Africa is a country rich with not just history but a lot of smart and creative individual the landscape is quite open for a lot of great innovations that will take over the globe so I believe that I'm excited about him coming on board and I think as a country as well we need that new voice we need that new face but we need someone who's going to instill hope I mean one of the biggest things that you pick up from people is, I mean, he he resonates with quite a number of people, but the mm. biggest thing that he brings onto the board, I mean, some people might say, well, he's wealthy, he's rich. How can he, how can he, how can he really be relevant to the the, the disenfranchised and the broke and the poor and whatever? But the biggest thing that I picked up with the people that are the broke and the poor is that he is now the new image of new hope, which is what we need because it's that hope that we live off as an individual and also as a country. So I'm actually very excited to get over this. Yeah. I don't know what. I hear you. (laughs) It is that image of faith and and um, and hope, as you say, is so important. Yeah, you know, because you've got to have something to look forward to. I mean, it's certainly something that uh, we talk about at our events and kind of going off topic there. But you you reminded me of it is um, a lot of youngsters. You know, they they we we don't really try. We try not to address politics and or religion, uh, gender inequality, race, all that kind of stuff as much as possible. But obviously, the questions arrive. Yeah, you know, or or arise, and it is what's political stand and what. religious standards i think at the end of the day you need to have a faith Mm. what faith is it well that's Mm. up to you you know Mm. same as when it comes to the the uh, voting side of things you need to vote Mm. who do you vote for well that's your call do you have a voice do you have a faith do you have a religion do you have a belief or something like that as you said at the end of the day it gives you a little bit of hope and it makes you feel like you're actually involved with some decision making that's true that's true okay so i mean one of the things i tapped on there which i thought was very interesting was your take on inspiration i mean we get it all the time as all inspired (laughs) that, that inspiration is not measurable Mm. And it's not long-lasting. Yeah. What What is your take on that? Is there anything we can do to inspire? On a, would Would what I'm trying to say is, would you feel that we need to turn inspiration and/or motivation into a habit, like a weekly yeah. kind of scenario, or how do you go about? I mean, you know, so, the whole Monday motivation yeah. side of things. How do we How do we maintain that? I mean, there's a gentleman who is, I would assume. When you look at the speaker generation in South Africa, you would ideally um, call us maybe the fourth generation speaker. So he's kind of a second generation speaker. Okay. As a gentleman by the name of Edna, Edna Muriri. And he was once asked in one video I watched, um, I mean, this whole motivation thing is a big hoo ha. It's up and down. It's, 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 it's tempestuous. It's, 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 it's fleeting. What's the important What's this whole importance around motivation and inspiration? Because it quickly evaporates. And he said, "What one thing that you always miss is that motivation and inspiration is like taking a bath. You need to do that thing twice a day or once a day, but it has to be done on a daily because when you don't do it, it starts to stink around you." Okay. And 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 that has always been my take to then say that. 
Inspiration for me, inspiration for me is something that needs to happen on a daily basis. That is why when I get into my car, what I listen to will determine my mood and what would, and what I listen to will also determine my latitude and what I listen to will determine how I exude myself and how I, and how I also, um, handle myself in terms of challenge. That is why inspiration has to happen every second because I mean, there's so many negative things that are happening in this world that you cannot just go by, no, I'm the hard rock, I'll just stand. you need a bit of light you need a lot of light and a little a lot of hope you need to be able to confidently cheer yourself up and boost yourself up in terms of challenges and say i'm gonna make it over this level of life and i'm gonna make it over this cliff and i'm gonna move my life in the trajectory that it needs to start moving in and doesn't matter what comes my way i'm gonna stand and i'm gonna push as high as i need to push I like that metaphor of, of the bath or the shower side of mm. things. Obviously, feeling better, feeling better yes. about yourself, feeling clean. <laughs> Obviously, for our Cape Town listeners, it's <laughs> once every three to four days as opposed to every day. But yeah, I, I like that take on that. Uh, I think that's absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, again, we, we work in the three concepts of inspiring, guiding, and mentoring. We feel that they're, they're similar, nice. um, but obviously one is just getting you up off your butt and getting that little firecracker under your bum you know and getting you inspired and motivated and then the second one is obviously guiding them in which chosen direction that they feel yeah. like going now there's something i've got to relate to you on and some people may not know this but um i too only have a grade nine side of things i also uh finally <laughs> finally you don't know how great i feel about my life right now <laughs> I promise you, since you said that i was like let me write that down <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's certainly not something I endorse or we endorse. No, 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 definitely. I'm telling you now, life would have been a lot easier if I had gone and got the matric and carried on studying. I feel like, I feel like I, I may have taken what I, what I did over a period of possibly about three years. I think if I had a matric and a higher education, I could have possibly done that in about eight or nine months. But, um, it, it is an important side of things. And I certainly replaced my side. I mean, when I was 17 and a half, I bought myself a ticket to London instead of going to matric. I thought that was the best uh, advice there is. <laughs> my father used to always say, and still does, education is the best. Sorry, travel is the best education. Um, so, yeah, I ran off to England, got myself a job and got some work and came back here and at 18 years old, bought myself a car. Oh, cash, nice. And I was like, <laughs> look at me, look at me, you know. And then to try and step back to matric from that, which was always my thought. Mm. Go overseas, make some money, come back, and then finish your studies. Oh, it's not easy. Eh? No, no, definitely not. Have you considered not. doing your matric? Um, what I've done, though, is looking at the fact that it's been 10 years late. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually a student. Um, I think what people, what I always make sure at the end of that, um, at the end of that shocker that my high grade is grade nine and a lot of people start thinking, why the heavens do we need to go to school? Yeah. I always just mellow it down by the fact that I did entrepreneurship for four years. Yeah. Currently I'm a, I'm a digital marketing student with an online, with an online business school called, um, red and yellow. Yes, and it's showing me flames, but, um, that's one of the biggest things that I'm going to need to move my business to another level. And I love the one thing that you touched on. <clears throat> and the one thing that you touched on that I love the most is that things would have moved much quicker. Yeah. And certain things would have uh, panned out much better. And I picked that up when I'm sitting with smart individuals because I don't consider myself a smart individual, but when I'm sitting with smart individual and they, and they, I remember there was a time I sat in a meeting and they were talking about KPIs and they were talking about, um, all, um, 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 all, all, <laughs> all these things. All these things like you're sitting there, you're like, but at the end of the day, uh, you understand what output they want, but you know, they've got this terminology that is, uh, that is for professional individuals. 
tools yep. that you kind of have to learn the hard way rather the long way. But um, I really appreciate the way that I grew up and where I am. But I think the most important thing is education changes everything because I still believe that um, as there was a point where I thought education was useless, but I can now tell you for a fact that education is a catalyst for success yeah. because I now know in the two months I've been busy with my course, I now know things that I would have never dreamt of even knowing. I would have mm-hmm. might not have ever even picked them up through a YouTube video, but education has created a feed for me to now look for the right things out of YouTube so I can mm-hmm. develop myself, mm-hmm. look for the right people out there doing amazing things and as a result i mean we're sitting here today in the studio with dean purely because of the hunger and the 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 sheer need to feed to develop to grow but also to develop thyself because one thing that i had realized so dean i got to a point where i thought to myself no man i know it all i'm the guy who stands on stage and ten thousand people give me a round of applause and everyone is every and everyone but it, it hit me the other day that all of this is going to fade away. And when it fades away, what are you going to be left with? Yeah. The, the old, the old irrelevant self who's not in tune with what's happening now, who has not equipped themselves with the right skills to move them to, to, the, to move themselves and their business to a whole new level. Or will you continue to educate and train yourself each and every day? So I chose to train myself every day. Okay, well, I mean, that's, that is interesting. And I love that. I mean, the, the, the question that kind of goes with it, and it's, it's twofold is the fact that, I get the same thing and I get a little bit intimidated every now and again because you, you know, do you say that you haven't gotten a trick or don't you, you know, when, when do you open your mouth about that? You know, and the, the obvious kind of answer is, well, I can teach you what not to do. You know, yes. I, I know what not to do. And one of the things not yes. to do is finish your education. Yes. Trust me, life would have been easier by that. But then obviously there's the, as you said, what you were just talking about now, kind of that chest out, stomach inside of the, the coin where you're going like, well, I've, I've kind of got my own diploma in the school of hard knocks. <laughs> I uh, have life skills training. I have, you know, and all these kind of little keywords pop out. Do you think, what, I mean, what, what is your take on that? Because mine's certainly the balance. If you can balance them both out, you've got your education, you've got your this, you've yeah. got your, your life skills, you've got your hard knocks, entrepreneurship. I mean, you seem to be doing very well for yourself. And the most <laughs> important thing, I think, is that you are smiling and you are always smiling. So something's got to be going right. Am I right? <laughs> no, nah, man. Um, smiling for me is what conditions the day. So you're um, doing things right then? I smile. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. I mean, I love smiling. Um, uh, like I said in the beginning, a lot of us are too angry and a lot of us frown a lot, but smiling is very good. Um, apart from that, um, I believe that it's the balance because I know a lot of mm. smart people, but I'm always sitting there thinking, why doesn't he do this and this and everything will just blow up? Yeah. Why doesn't he do this and this? And then on the flip side, get another Bulelani who might not have decided to educate himself and um, um, connect himself with the right people. And then he stays a Bulelani for the rest of his life. Yeah. He stays in the, he yeah. stays in the township or he stays in a disenfranchised environment, doesn't really grow, only makes enough to feed A, B, C and D, doesn't even think of the long run. And I think that the balance between the two helps because that is how you are able to then um, marry charisma and being mm. charismatic with being very smart and innovative. So you know when to talk, you know when not to talk, and you know how to present your products way better. And you also know where the world is going to. Yeah. And yeah. you understand how to position yourself as well because it is important for us to understand the 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 the, the it is it is important for us to understand the economy, how the whole entire economy functions. So. 
so that all of that charisma and energy that we have, we know how to channel it and funnel it in the right direction and in the right way. Other than that, then we'll be just be pushing it everywhere. And one of the things that you always pick up, because I mean, I'm a township boy, so we'd always have this thing with, nah, man, it's going to work anyway. <laughs> but the truth at the end of the day is that some things don't work. Well, yeah. sometimes for some things, you need to know how it works to make it work. You understand that? So it's not force that makes everything work, but it's working smart and working in the right way that will open up great things in your life. It is that, and I would certainly agree with that. I mean, that whole um, never give up kind of attitude. Never give up, never give up, never give up. Yes. Or maybe better yet, know when to give up. Know when something isn't actually going to be fruitful and know when to, to nip something in the butt and go like, right, we, we, we're done here. Give it our best. You know, some ideas, they, they come about, you get inspired, you get motivated, but at the end of the day, you're suddenly going like, Actually, realistically, done some market research, and this isn't actually going to be the, the, the best option or the best path <coughs> forward. What a show so far. Wow, we're only halfway through. Okay, so guys, I'm Dean Burks from Pride Factor. You're listening to Inspired Youth SA. Please tweet us. I see a whole bunch of questions come through, which is awesome. So thanks for listening in. Hashtag Inspired Youth SA on Twitter, on Facebook. Don't forget to add CliffCentral.com. And of course... What is your Twitter handle? There's like seven. At here. Bulelani. Yo, my goodness. Hey. At Bulelani Bala. <laughs> at Bulelani Bala Bala. Yeah. Is that the one? No, at Bulelani Bala. So uh, without the other Bala. The other Bala. Leave the other Bala <laughs> out. We'll be right back with more Bala. This is CliffCentral.com. It is indeed. My name's Dean Boer. I'm here on behalf of Pride Factor. The show is called Inspired Youth SA. Of course, we are live from Cliff Central HQ. Every Monday from 3 to 4 with uh, some fantastic guests and some brilliant content, if I do say so myself. And obviously available <laughs> on podcast as well. So go and check us out. CliffCentral.com is where all the action is. Joining me in the studio today, we have been chatting nonstop, but it is absolutely amazing, is uh, Bululani Balabala, uh, who's got uh, several organizations that he works for and several different platforms which is fantastic but i think we're going to mix it up just a little bit and start off with some uh, quick little fun questions we're cool. just going to do this so whatever comes to your mind first try and keep it as pg as possible but uh, let's see where we're going with this okay so some some fun questions or more factual as well what would you say is your most used app or application twitter <laughs> twitter really okay you know that one it's always whatsapp isn't it okay um, what gets you jumping out of bed in the morning? Um, when I think of going hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment. Would you say you're better at chasing or being chased? Oh. What, what would drive you to move faster? Chasing after someone or something or being chased by someone or something? Definitely chasing. Definitely chasing. I love chasing. Really? Going out there and chasing. Uh, so I think you're the guy that's to be worried about if you're sitting in second or third place. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I like that. I, li I like to control people's mindset around that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. Uh, you're the new addition to the crayon box. What color would you be? Oh, and blue. Why? Blue. Blue, blue. Sapphire blue. I love it. There's something royal, something oceany, something fresh, something beautiful about it. So I can't put my finger on it, but I love sapphire blue. Oh my goodness. Whew. I'm on my way to Cape Town tomorrow. It's going to be like daydreaming all of a sudden of what that ocean looks like. Anyway. Okay, cool. So let's carry on. Um, we finish this interview. You step outside. You find a lottery ticket that ends up crediting you $10 million. What are you doing with the money? I'd be like, hey, oh, Dean, I've got a share of goodbyes. 
<laughs> Where are you going? 10 million. What do you have to um, come to sure. mind immediately? 10 million. I'd love to build an entrepreneurship center in the township. Love it. Um, definitely getting my mom a much bigger house than the one that she has now. Love it. And yeah, I'm going on holiday. I don't know. Like, I think I do a lot of things for people. I've, I've always dreamt of doing stuff for my brother, family, and all this stuff. So I think I'd start there first. Okay. And okay. my community and then myself. It's always been like that. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to get into your community after yeah. this. Let's get on a couple more of these. Name three people, dead or alive, that you'd like to spend some time with. Let's say like a, an afternoon or a day. Who 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 are these three people um, that you'd like to Malcolm, hang around with? Um, Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. Um, TD Jakes. Um, Tabombeki. Nice. I like that. Okay. Cool. Um, who wins a fight between Spider-Man and Batman? Oh, definitely Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I seen something the other day that Batman isn't actually a superhero. He's just incredibly rich. <laughs> and if you actually watch the movies, it's so dead true. Like, he's just extremely rich. Like what That's Donald true. Trump wants That's to true. be, isn't it? Anyway, no, let's not go down that path right now. A lesson that you've learned recently, something that you could say is stuck hard and fast and not to be repeated. Or to be repeated. Um, pay your traffic fines on time. <laughs> <laughs> you and I see eye to eye. Uh, don't see eye to eye on that one. Um, okay, tell us something that possibly other people don't know about you. <clears throat> um, very shy. Really? Very introverted. Don't you find it interesting that in our world, be it the public speaking, the events, the TV, the radio, all this kind of stuff... 95% of us are rather shy. Yeah. Hey? Like, like keeping to my corner. <laughs> like keeping to my corner. That's incredible. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. So, um, okay. Let's go with one more. What would you define? What is your definition of success? Um, I think for me, success really is being able to afford the things that you want to afford for your family, your community. Being able to do anything that you set your mind out for. So, I mean, if I want to impact 10,000 young people, success to me is making that happen and being able not just to buy material things, but to really impact the next generation. Because, I mean, in 20 years from now, I would like to have been part of initiatives that are still alive 30, 60, 100, 200 years from now. And are still impacting more people. So sort of a paid forward sort of a vibe for me. It's like a, it's like a legacy project. Yeah, like a legacy project. Cause I mean, I'm going to die. The cash is going to go away. The houses are going to disappear. But the one thing I can leave my son with and my daughter is a good legacy and a good name. That's the one thing I can leave my community and family. Yeah. Well, they say they say you die twice, don't you? Once when you actually die and the second time when the last person that remembers as you die, yeah. then you disappear <laughs> off the mortal coil Forever. you have fallen, you are deep into the fight. abyss. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. And I mean, again, I mean, the listeners will know that. I mean, we, we try and stand for that as much as possible to reason and with the balance element behind it, which is if you've got a goal, if you've got a dream, if you've got something that is a burning desire, I mean, according to everything that we have studied through science, through religion, through anything, there is still proof that you only live once. Hmm. So surely you should be running towards your wildest dream and goal like a man on fire yeah. is the saying. Yeah. But also at the same time, they are responsibilities. That's they true. are parts of life. That's you true. know, that whole 
live each day like it was your last, well, then you would never pay your taxes. Yeah, definitely. You would, you would never go down and spend the day at SARS or the traffic department. That was your last day. But you do have to do that stuff. So let's be That's realistic. You know? But um, yeah, it is fun. Now, something you've touched on a couple of times, I'd like to know more about it, is what is the, the, the community side of things that you are doing, that you endeavor to do, that possibly you could even advise one of our listeners out there to to jump on board with what is the community and what is the importance of being involved with the community especially if i may say from the township side of things um i think for me it it still goes back to that saying each one teach one and you know it's all centered around it's not about how much money you have or rather you have to give but it's about what knowledge you have to give I've often thought of skills development not to only just be in the setting where large corporates or corporates take individuals to CETA trainings or whatever the case is to be developed or they go for long workshops and all this stuff. But I've, I've kind of also thought about it in this manner. I mean, if my uncle who has worked for VW for 30 years or for 40 years decides to give off two hours a day of knowledge in terms of what he has learned in the production division or in the mechanical engineering division, that, that gives me a much better view of the motoring industry if I'm in the space myself. It's real life Yes Because it's real life He lived it So he understands And that's the nice thing About experience Experience Or the nice And also dangerous thing About experience Experience makes Difficult things seem easy But if you've got Mm. The individual Who has the experience And the expertise Giving you a little bit Of insight In terms of how They did it Then it kind of helps you Move your life To a whole new level Yeah So I started TEA And the whole idea Around TEA I think just vaguely Was just to get Young Hungry Entrepreneurs or startups Or wannabe entrepreneurs in one room And the most important thing Was the mindset on the day A mindset of positivity mm-hmm. With a positional shift Where instead of looking at life the negative way around You start to look at life the positive way around yeah. To those in who to those who are already in business Who are the SMMEs To come up with ways and creative ways To build structures and systems Into their business to grow their business But to the aspiring entrepreneur To kind of come up with ideas Ideas and look at what is out there in the world and in the market in terms of developing themselves. Because the landscape in the township, when you look across in terms of business, I mean, the, I mean, there's a lot of tuck shops, there's a lot of quarter places, there's a lot of, um, salons, there's, the, the, there's a corner market with a, maybe with a mama or an old guy selling Always fruits. Always the friendliest yeah, lady on exactly. earth. <laughs> selling fruits and veggies. There's a lot of activity happening in the township, but the term town, the term economy in the township would show you that the people that are benefiting the most from the township economy are people that are not even in that particular space. Yeah. But the, crazy thing is that in the area that I grew up in, there was an area that was industrial or semi-industrialish so I had the one of the biggest laundromats or dry cleaners back in the day mm. and I mean companies as far as Kempton Park, Centurion come to Timbees, I get their stuff sorted out there, there was an ice cream manufacturer and I'm talking 20 years ago or 24 years ago when I was a lighty, all of these crazy things were happening in the township and I find it so interesting and I find it so interesting that Today when you go to the very same area There's nothing, there's nothing there It's just 
burned down buildings and distraught and discarded buildings, which then says to me that, you know, as township entrepreneurs or as, or as people who, who previously disadvantaged, disadvantaged individuals or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. we, it's not that you do not have great ideas. It's how you manage the ideas that you've been given in your lifetime. Yep. And most of the time you find a lot of entrepreneurs holding on to their businesses. So Bulelani is the business. I mean, if you calling him right now is not answering, the business is not answering. Yeah. If yeah. he's not in the office right now, everything stands. The idea of systems and process becomes a totally new concept to us. Although we want it and our stress is, I have to do everything in my business. I don't know why these people are here. <laughs> but you have not really just let go of everything. So I believe in promoting and advocating for entrepreneurship in the township community, the township space. Mm-hmm. I believe for I believe in advocating for entrepreneurship in township high schools because I'd like to think that it started primary, but with the resources that we have, we're going to start in high school. Because I mean, just before just before they cut off and go to matric and grade eleven and go to um, um face the, the the cold world or go to varsity, let's at least give them the ones and twos around what entrepreneurship is. Because I mean, mm. it's funny how quite recently I learned. The difference between a patent and a trademark. So there's that that then lay it on us, lay it on us. What you that, got? What's no, the difference? There? Don't expose me. So <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so that then told me that there's a lot that we still need to learn. Yeah. So being able to put people in an environment where they're exposed. You know, someone once said, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a it's a famous saying and quotation, and people say it all the time that. Um, um, I don't know how true this is. I must actually ask my Jewish friends. So then say that people would say, especially black older people would say that, you know, the thing about Jewish people is that when Jewish people sit around the dinner table, they're talking about business. Mm. But when us black people were sitting around the dinner table, they were not sitting around the dinner table because there is no dinner table time. <laughs> Dad comes back at nine, mom comes back at six, kids come back at ten, and there's no culture of entrepreneurship that they're inculcating or legacy or whatever the case is and where Nisa Stock is in the family which is one thing i believe i'm not sure around the format around the dinner table and all the stuff but i really believe that all great things start around the family and the mindset because i think it takes a mother and an uncle to say to their kid you i believe we believe that you can be the best that you need to be yeah. and we believe that you're going to be amazing but it's one of the scariest thing when a kid has passed with seven or eight distinctions but the mother or the father or the mother or the father or the uncle or whoever the guardian is at the time is busy telling them that no you're not going to amount to anything who do you think you are? Then this individual who is who is who is comparable to an Einstein mm-hmm. starts to doubt themselves. And what I want to Agreed. do is to let's shake it up. Yeah. And I'm looking Agreed. forward to shaking things up with Dean. And I'm shaking right now in studio <laughs> on the table. We're gonna shake things up this year. Creating leaders, man. I, I do, and I like, I love the enthusiasm and the, and the passion that goes with it. But it does come back to what you were saying about earlier on: is that that inspiration and that um, that motivation has to be inserted or, or, or laid out in front of you on a habitual basis. Because there is so much negativity out there, and there's so many. I mean, I'm, I'm I don't know if they're listening or not, but I'm not too bothered. My neighbors upstairs. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Like, it is so hardcore. We've got a three-year-old and a five-year-old that live upstairs, and they are hectic. Let's just go with that. So every morning, it's hardcore before they go to school, and then they come back, and then three three o'clock, like, I can set my watch by it. Mm. Three o'clock, since they're screaming, shouting upstairs, I'm like, oh, it must be three o'clock. And it, it goes on. But also, at the same time, mom and dad's 
shout and scream. So it's like this vicious little cycle of mm. hectic, energy, hectic, hectic, hectic. And you can tell that every now and again they go and have a braai or a barbecue by the pool and have a lovely day. And for the next three days, it's just calm and mellow and laughter. And there's nothing better than a child's laughter. And then it's great, you know, but it's this, this balance that works around it that can yeah. sometimes just kind of yeah. subdue you a little bit down. Yeah. So yeah. I like the idea of, of communities certainly sticking together and certainly with, with South Africa and Africa, we've got such a strong culture of that. So my question to that is, is there a want for entrepreneurship amongst teenagers? And I mean amongst the teenagers and high schoolers themselves, or is it something that we need to impair upon them and tell them they should be learning this, i.e., Ideally setting the mind scale so that in five, ten years time, they are wanting it because they see the opportunities. Is there a want yet? Yeah, there's a want. You think there, so? There's, uh, there's definitely oh, a want. I've, I've picked up, I've picked up a want. I mean, in the, in, in the couple of the township, um, high schools have gone to, there is a want. Cause I mean, you find most of these, um, bright young minds already selling sweets. Yeah. If yeah. he's not selling sweets, he's selling book covers. If he's not doing that, he's doing something else. So they do creative things like decorate your suitcase yeah. if it's a plastic or whatever suitcase or they put uh, I think bottle caps on it and other creative things so they're already thinking around these things to generate income mm. so if they're already thinking around generating an income because entrepreneurship for me is not running a business entrepreneurship for me is a mindset Right. It's an enterprising mindset, meaning that if you're a CEO of a multinational company, how are you enterprising? That is why today you'll find the CEO of Apple or Google or whatever. They've got shares in other companies yeah, and diversifying. in other, they, they're diversifying the portfolio or they're working on other initiatives and they are, they are, they are philanthropists, whatever the case is, but they've mastered the art of developing five or six different revenue streams. And I believe mm. that that's enterprising as an individual and a human being. And I believe that it's important that so that when a young person who has left Mitchake um, has no funds at all, is not even funded by Nesfus, doesn't know what he's going to do, he starts to enterprise. So he starts to go to the local fuel station or the local um, nursery school or whatever and says, listen, I'll volunteer for the next six months for free. And if you guys like me after six months, then yeah. you could hire me. When he's in, he starts to develop or she starts to develop themselves, starts to learn, starts to uh, not even buy reading material. I mean, the same amount of time that um, a lot of young people are spending on Facebook and Twitter talking about there's no money, there are no opportunities. That's cut that half, you cut that time in an half. Opportunity by that time. Yeah, yes, you could exactly. read, you could yeah. read. I believe that you could read and upskill yourself. I mean, you could upskill yourself in being the best cleaner in the whole entire business. Yeah. Because I believe, I mean, one, one, one of our clients likes telling me a story about how and he always says, you know, all old people's like, Bulalani, 22 years ago, I started <laughs> off as a car washer in this company, but I am now the group CEO. Yeah. I am telling you that if you put your mind to something, but most importantly, whatever little thing they throw your way or give you, make the best out of it. Make it seem as if they just gave you a million bucks because it only opens room for more and more and more. So I believe that that's what we are doing around entrepreneurship and that mindset and obviously resulting in businesses and products and innovation and apps and digital platforms and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I mean, I agree with you again. And this is why I'm glad we had you in on the show because we're basically just doing the same thing on, on different platforms. But the whole entrepreneurial side of things, what they call entrepreneurship and then intrapreneurship which is, you know, having entrepreneurial thinking within mm. a business or mm. within a job or something. Because a lot of us sit there going, oh, entrepreneur is the best. I work 100 hours a week as opposed to 40, but the money is coming to myself. I've got 
4,000 uh, uh, Chrome, Google Chrome tabs open at any one time. Because you're just <laughs> hopping and jumping. And say, I must do my social media, but I must do that, but I must book my flights. And blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, that mindset within a business where you've got that creative flair and all that kind of stuff is also something that is a major advantageous skill to know for That's any true. young individual. That's is, true. You know, don't just be a number on a wall with a little barcode. You are actually someone that is trying to contribute hmm. and um, and put your ideas forward. Hmm. I think I think it's very valuable. I like that. Loving this. We I can like go that. for hours, guys. I like that. What inspires you? What inspires me? Yeah. Somebody asked that one in a while. <laughs> um, I've got several things that inspire me. I, uh, I come from a small family, so my family means everything to me. Um, I, I, like, I like trying to challenge the status quo a little bit. Like, uh, and again, just small things of walking into the Department of Education or eGov or anything like this. And I always get that double take look because I'm literally always the only white person. <laughs> so I always get this look. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so uh, I think challenging those kind of things where, where we work as a unit, uh, we work as, as a community. Uh, what inspires me, I think, the most, though, Bulalani, is, is having run Prime Factor for four years hmm. now and getting an email hmm. or getting a WhatsApp from a youngster that we've worked with or their mom or something to say, hey, listen, my child was at your event four months ago, got up and went for an audition that she was nervous to do. Wow. She got the confidence. Wow. She went for the audition. Wow. And now it's been four months on. She's got a bursary for the Johannesburg School of wow. Dance. She's doing this. She's sure. doing that. She's doing that. And that sensation of that immediate goosebump, that little shade in the corner of the eye and that well what we're doing and it's not I it's we it is collaborative all the way mm, through it's platforms mm. like this on Cliff Central meeting the likes of yourselves sure that kind of thing to me really inspires me I sleep phenomenally well and I feel now I always say it but I truly believe it I think if I and I hope it doesn't happen because I'm flying tomorrow. But if I go down tomorrow in flames, yeah, no, that's I think awesome. I'm going to be smiling, mate. You know, mm, like I have, mm. I've, I've lived it and I've learned the wrong lessons. I've learned the right stuff. But I enjoy what I do. My business gets me jumping out of bed in the morning. And I absolutely love it. Wow, man. So that inspires me if I sure. can uh, just yeah, uh, the a SMS, little bit of a yeah, throw no. on there. Okay, so we're wrapping up a little bit now. Where where are we next? Where do we find you? How do we get involved with you? What I mean, you and I again. We worked uh, with the boys from from Sunday Circle yes, Leadership yes, 2020, yes, which yes. are doing phenomenal, phenomenal things. Yeah. Like every week there's yeah. something going on. I love it. <laughs> but um, where next for you? What's what's some projects for this year or um, events coming up? Sure. Or when are you going to have your own TV show? I mean, talk to me, mate. Talk to me. <laughs> Um, sure. This year, man. Um, so this coming Saturday, we're hosting, um, the, 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 the sessions, one of our entrepreneurial sessions in Tembisa at a community hall called, uh, Muriting Park. Um, we're just, we're going to be speaking about how to present yourself, preparing for the year goals and stuff like that. It's the nice. first session for the year. Um, and then, I mean, it, that's happening every day, Saturday of the month. We also preparing for something exciting in June. We're launching a Guruleni Top 50 Young Entrepreneurs, oh, which cool. is a, uh, it's not an award evening, but it's more of a recognition evening. <laughs> so those will open up from March, the 1st of March, where we'll adjud- get adjudicators, whatever the case is. It's the first time for us, so we'll manage it as we move on. We're going along. to do it and we yeah, will do it. Definitely. Yep, got you. And then November, I mean, obviously we're gearing up for, um, 
Township Business Innovation, um, the summit, 5,000 entrepreneurs in the township or aspiring and aspiring entrepreneurs in the township. And we believe it's possible. But I think most importantly, you know, being able to reach out to about 41,000 kids and we broke that down to, I think about, um, when you look at the high school ratio in terms of capacity, there's about a thousand to about a thousand six hundred young kids in high schools and townships. So, I mean, if we are able to reach out to at least 50, um, yeah. township schools and if we, if we, if we, if we are really being realistic about 30, we would have done our job. You mean in your goal? Yeah, yeah. We really would have done our job in terms of reaching out to young lives and telling them there's something out there more than what you seek and what you think. But apart from that, I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful to be on this platform. I'm available on Twitter and Instagram on the same handle at Bulelani Bala. Got a YouTube channel you watch my videos from SoundCloud, you listen to me, go to my website, Bulelani does here and we're gonna make magic this year. Me I'm and telling D. you, I'm yeah. telling you, I'm BMD. I'm excited already. I really am. Okay, well, thank you very much. This is from, so uh, from our side. We've also got a couple of things coming up soon. Um, trying to think of, off the top of my head because my laptop's just crashed. But it <laughs> is... Ah, right, of course. 23rd and 24th of February. We're going to be at the High School Career Expo. That is a Clearwater Mall in Krugersdorp. It's a Friday and a Saturday. We've got um, a whole bunch of people down there. I was just about to mention a sponsor and then realized who they were and then thought I'd cut that out. Anyway... Um, <laughs> Um, High School Career Expo, check it out. It's uh, on Twitter. It's obviously on the website and all that kind of stuff. But just about 50 or 60 exhibitors, uh, entertainment performances. We've got the guys from Pride Factor obviously coming down and running motivational talks during the days. Uh, Then on the 23rd and the 24th of March, the same thing, but we're going to be at Cavendish Square in Cape Town. 10th of March, we are doing a public speaking workshop somewhere. I can't think of it right now, but I do believe it's in Johannesburg, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Sure, we rely on our laptops so much, don't we? But other than that, the big one that we've got coming up and that we're looking forward to, uh, and we'll tell you more and more and more as we go along, is in June, it is Edu Week, and they are coming to Johannesburg. It's going to be at the Ticket Pro Dome. We've got the awards evening, the entrepreneurial measures, the talks, the exhibits, you name it. It is going to be there. Go and check out eduweek.co.za. Uh, there is some fascinating stuff coming your way and we're very proud to be involved with that so we'll be spitting up more about that in the future other than that Bulalani advice for your younger self stop being lazy I see you sitting at the corner (laughs) doing nothing I, I I can see you Wake up man Go after your dreams Know that it's not gonna come On a silver platter No one changes the channel Of the TV But just sitting on the couch When you know You don't have a remote to life You create your own remote So that you can shift your life Into different stations Into different avenues Understand one critical thing Is that getting things done Is an art And it's the art So it's getting out Getting up And getting off that bed Getting off that chair Getting off that place Getting off that mindset And shifting your life Into a whole new mindset So make sure that Wherever you are Whatever you dream about It will not happen Up until you make it happen the power is in your hands so get things done love it hashtag get things done ladies and gentlemen this has been another installment of inspired youth essay find us on uh, twitter and facebook and all the rest of it from myself dean Buerta, and the very very cool bulalani thank you and goodbye thank you so much this is cliffcentral.com